How do you feel your mind? Is it steady and balanced? Or is it scattered, reactive, and bouncing all around? Are you more likely to see the hardships or the good fortune in your life and others? Your Mindful Life Podcast. Hello and welcome, everyone. My name is Mary Slocum, and today we're exploring equanimity, the fourth face of love. Equanimity has its own characteristics and at the same time is the foundation of all the others. Equanimity is a state of mental calmness and evenness of temper in which the mind is steady and balanced. It is a state that when we are fully present in the moment, allows us to take in the whole picture of a situation without coloring it, without reacting to it. It allows us to engage in a balanced and measured way. With equanimity, we see the big picture of a situation without getting caught up in it. We engage with what's happening with true perception and without bias and fear. It may sound simple, but it's not easy. Leaving all your conditioning aside, leaving your worries and concerns aside, leaving your fear of uncertainty aside in these uncertain times takes mindfulness and practice and equanimity. When we are equanimous, we don't hold on to anything and don't push anything away. What we perceive about something is just one in a million different perceptions of the thing. This truth is powerful and is an underpinning of equanimity. With equanimity, our minds are even and imperturbable, while at the same time fully engaged with the circumstances and aware of the present moment. The path to equanimity is to recognize when the mind is unsteady, when it's grasping, pulling, pushing, or turning away. Recognizing the obstacles in our mind blocking equanimity give us a starting point to understanding and insight so we can let go and simply be with what's here with a clear and steadiness of mind. We may notice that the strength of our equanimity comes and goes. This is understandable. As we practice with attention and concentration, our equanimity becomes stronger and stronger. With equanimity, our emotions flow through us without disrupting us. We get to this state by practicing stepping back and away from what's happening while at the same time taking it all in and getting a full rounded picture of it without preference for any particular outcome. Equanimity is a core ingredient of mindfulness. It's what helps us to have a skillful relationship with our experience be with it more deeply, and understand it more fully. 
Without it, we can't develop insight. At the same time, our mindfulness meditation practice develops our equanimity. With equanimity, we see beyond our own self-interest and we see beyond judgments. These cause us to react. Equanimity, on the other hand, allows us to choose with a steady and clear mind when choosing is what's skillful in the moment. Often equanimity is metaphorically described as a mountain. It's solid, stable, and enduring. And it's undisturbed by the seasons, fires, and storms. But equanimity also moves like the great ocean. On the surface, a violent storm may be happening, but down below, all is quiet and flowing. The situation is the storm, and the deep, calm waters are the mind. Someone may be yelling in your face, and your mind remains steady and calm without reaction. You are not thinking, what a fool, as they get in your face, and you are not reacting by shriveling into a fearful blob. Rather, your mind is actively taking in this moment in a steady and even way and choosing the appropriate response. You are seeing a person who is reacting and you see their suffering. You do not want to increase their suffering, nor do you want their rage to hurt you or anyone else. Equanimity is itself a powerful quality and is also intimately interconnected with the other faces of love. It allows us to offer kindness without hesitation, even when we're not sure of how it might be received. It allows us to offer compassion, knowing that we don't control the outcome. We are joyous for the good fortune of a beautiful day, the accomplishments of our friends, and the achievements of our competitors and enemies. Gil Fronsdale says it in this way, Equanimity is the ground for wisdom and freedom and the protector of love and compassion. Equanimity is like the ballast of a boat, keeping it on an even keel. With equanimity, we protect ourselves from being trapped in the constant storm of success and failure, praise and blame, pleasure and pain, and fame and disrepute, in which we lose sight of what is here right now. When we are caught up in praise, we become excessively proud. When we fail, we fall into belief that we are inadequate. It's also important to know what equanimity isn't. It isn't apathy. It isn't indifference. It is not not caring. Indifference is called the near enemy of equanimity because it often masquerades as equanimity. How indifference shows up uh, happens in statements like this, I'm not attached, or it doesn't make a difference because everything is changing all the time anyway. 
on the surface, it looks like equanimity, but check underneath. Is fear present? Is there a need to withdraw from life or from the situation? Equanimity allows us to be engaged in what's happening in a balanced and steady way and to accept the beautiful and the terrible equally. Equanimity recognizes the transitory nature of our experience, but also anchors us in the moment, in this moment of reality. There are choices we can make in our daily lives that help us to strengthen and deepen our equanimity. We can be aware of our reactions. When we say, oh, wow, I'm crazy about this or that, that's a good time to step back from the this or that, from our attachment to the this or that. Being overly attached to the people we love or the situations we're in in the moment They're not helpful. They hold the seeds of suffering. When our friends are constantly going crazy for this person or that thing, that's a signal that maybe we want to step back from their emotional and possessive roller coaster. This doesn't mean that we shy away from the exuberance of our friends or from life. It means that we observe how we are with our friends and are aware of the effect that they have on us. Cultivate relationships with people who keep their cool. This is different from being cold. Build relationships with warm and generous people who keep their cool. These relationships give us the opportunity to build our evenness of temper. Learn to separate people's actions from who they are. We can agree or disagree with their actions while also being balanced in our relationship with this person. While we are all worthy, our actions may not be. Learning to recognize the difference builds our equanimity. This week, I invite you to select an equanimity phrase, a mantra, and repeat it several times a day from a place of attention and concentration. Here are some you might want to choose from. May I see things just as they are and not how I want them to be. May I remain peaceful as the storm rages around me. May I remain peaceful, letting go of harshness and force. May I see my limits with clear eyes, just as I see the limits of others. The guided meditation this week is an equanimity meditation. It's on the podcast members page at www.patreon.com forward slash your mindful life. That's www.patreon.com forward slash your mindful life, all one word. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope that your equanimity increases this week. I'd also like to thank the people behind the scenes that make the podcast possible. 
Gorgias Romero for original music, audio engineering, and production. Bill Rafferty for technical web support. Ali Allen for logo and podcast cover design. And Margaret Haas for announcing the show. Be well, be mindful. <laughs>